Welcome to the Selling Without Sleeves podcast with me, Sarah Jolly Jarvis. I'm here to share with you real life stories from high performing salespeople and business owners, as well as my own insights and learnings around what's working well right now in the sales world, telling things like it is without the sleeves. Hello and welcome to today's podcast. I'm your host Sarah Jolly Jarvis and I am here today with Martin Jolly Jarvis. Yes, that's right. It's my other half. Hello. Uh, no, obviously not better half, just other half. Um, and, um, Brutal. We, we are here today. Um, I put it out to the group, so my Facebook group, uh, Selling Without Sleeves. And uh, the general consensus was that people would like to hear about what it's like to be working with your other half. So that's what we're going to be covering today. But before we get started, a quick update. This is episode 50. That's 5-0. There have been 50 episodes uh, since the podcast started. Yay! Uh, Check that out. Pretty much every Monday for the last year, I've been down the office recording my podcast of an evening. Even, Even when having a baby. Well, not exactly in labour, but yeah, even when I was heavily pregnant and then he was tiddly. Um, so, yeah, it's been uh, 50 episodes, uh, excluding the little snippet that we did the other day. And so I thought it was about time that actually I got Mr. JJ to walk down the garden path with me and record a podcast. So we will be here from England in a few weeks talking around paid ads and when's a good time to run paid ads. But for now, as I say, we're going to be talking around working with your other half. Now, a bit of an update on the selling without sleeves and what's going on. The book is due out either, wait for this, either the beginning of May or the middle of April. So a few edits, actually, to be fair, we have been recording the audiobook. And as I've been going through the audiobook, there has been a discovery of a few little errors and things that are not quite right. And so obviously couldn't let that slide. So it's gone back to the editing team to make a few changes, which may delay us by a couple of weeks, but I would rather that than it not be quite right. So the audiobook, as I say, has had two sessions now. We've recorded apparently. Recording an audiobook, you shouldn't attempt to do it in half a day, um, which is good because uh, the guy actually said, don't do that, do it in a couple of stints of two hours. So that's what we've been doing. And I'm super pleased that he suggested that because I think I'd have gone slightly insane had I attempted to do it all in one go or, yeah, two half goes. So there's about uh, 35 pages. So that would be another two hours ish of recording to do before Jacob then gets or demanding and asks me to repeat certain words and phrases until I'm sure I'm almost climbing the walls. Uh, so that will then be sorted and that will form part of my sales funnel. Uh, but more about that in a couple of weeks. There's also the website which will be available and coming online in the next couple of weeks. So I will be telling you more about that probably in, in the next episode. Again, I have made some changes as per usual. Uh, so I have decided to make some changes to the branding ahead of the book. The book cover, basically not completely happy with what came back, mostly my fault because of the colour palette and everything else that uh, I had given them. So it, that's gone to some designers that we know really well who have uh, revamped it for us and that's formed the basis of a slight tweak, a slight, slight change in the branding for Selling Without Sleeves. So I'm super excited to be sharing that with you in a couple of weeks' time. So without further ado, guys, Mr. JJ has now finished his uh, pretend wine and made the nice clunk <laughs> that you'll have heard in that background noise. And so maybe, I think, maybe they maybe they didn't. And, and now, well, they have now. Now, now, they're, now they're just aware that that's what happened. Yeah, that little chink that we could have potentially got away with. I was like, no, 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 no. 
So first of all, a bit of a background on us. We've been together now nearly 11 years. Yep. Yeah? What? I feel like he's um, he's, he's, he's got this fake look on his face like he already wants to say something. No, I, inappropriate. I, it, just, it just feels like you're testing me already. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> no. There's so, a dramatic pause like, no, you dare years. say the wrong thing. 11 years? No, that's all what would be the wrong thing. You know what? We should, we should call this episode the business of marriage. <laughs> oh, I like it. Take a note, Jacob. So um, it's not like Mr. JJ to come up with some great lines. Uh, (laughs) Well, that's how I got you. That's how he got me, yep. Although, to be fair, what wine are you drinking was not the most original of lines. But anyway, we'll save that for another time. (laughs) So, yeah, together 11 years, we, uh, within six months, really, of us knowing each other, we decided that we should go travelling. Yeah, I mean, we decided it was a great idea just to... Go for Oscar world. around the world. With some random that we'd only just met. Wow, six months. Not really random, is it? No. So, yeah, so uh, we decided that, to be fair, travelling was something that we both had wanted to do separately. Um, so it kind of made sense to go off together, didn't it, and give it a whirl. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so, <laughs> and so, yeah, pretty much a year to the day of his meeting, we got on a plane and went to India, which was an interesting scenario. I, it was amazing. It was an amazing experience. The whole thing was very amazing, really. Yeah. Proper yeah. growing experience. Came back and we wanted to set up our own business. Went through a range of different ideas around the sort of food industry, really, didn't we? Uh, from a startup point of view. So Yeah, I mean, we, we toyed with a lot of different things. Working with you other half, like I can't speak for anybody else's relationship, but it's one of the most rewarding yet challenging things I think you'll, you'll ever do. That that plus having kids. Like, yeah. yeah. It, really, it really helps uh gel you as a team but the the kind of the, the the pre-build for that was really like the the traveling because we, yeah you know like stuck no matter what we wanted to do together for 24 hours um every day for you know the best part of 18 months and yeah. sometimes it was in the in the you know we were stuck in the back of a 37 degree van with no no air conditioning and and you know you, soon, you soon get to know one another quite quickly in, in those sorts of environments so yeah yeah, it, it was a proper, I think the thing was we were a bit like, well, if we can do that, we can kind of do anything, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and I think going traveling and seeing how people, other people took opportunities from from sort of very little, it made us think, actually, we should give that a whirl, having both been in sort of corporate roles before, but being aware of wanting to run our own businesses, it kind of seemed like the sort of logical time really didn't it so we got involved in a number of different businesses and then digital marketing kind of came out of a food subscription box business that we had and we saw the power of what online marketing was like martin spent hours and hours getting to grips Mm. with um facebook ads and everything else um and so we went on from there it it was really sort of we it evolved the businesses evolved to where we are now which is running the agency and running Selling Without Sleaze. So we both share, we're both directors in each, but Martin heads up the agency because that's where, you know, he knows his stuff. And I head up the the sales side of stuff. It's it's a decent combination, but it's still very much working together on both businesses. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Like it's, um, I don't know what it's like with, with other people, but like for me, it just feels like we're a really great team. We've got obviously a lot of entrepreneurial friends, and our friends talk about sometimes talk about oh my my wife doesn't get it and 
you know, or, or my, not necessarily my wife, but my partner doesn't get it. And, you know, they just don't understand, like, I'm in this position and they just don't understand it. And I think that's the thing. We're very lucky that we both understand it and we we both have the same attitude towards growth and investment because, like, some of the crazy things that we've done, like, if, if we were to kind of att- even, like, just att- – I'm not even sure how I could even turn around to um, – like a spouse if if you know and say oh i want to invest 30 grand in this person as a mentor for the year if they were like working at like a normal job it just like the i think i think that's the thing it'd just be crazy like do you think that's the biggest plus point what do you think no i know i don't think that's the biggest plus but i I think that's a massive plus and i think it's a massive plus that we that we have each other to bounce back on i think Um, that's a massive way of but that's also a bit of a double-edged sword as well right yeah, I think it's a good way of dodging what could be otherwise quite a barrier, quite a difficult thing that could become quite a rift. Yeah. I, because I think, I think we're both in it, we're both as committed, and so you kind of get it, whereas it's not a source of friction. I think, yeah, exactly. I think I think there's, there's, there's two sides to it. I mean, number one is that, like, you're in it together, right? And, you know, let, let's not pretend that there haven't been some really, really difficult points. Like, at, you know, at one point we were close to six figures in debt, which is very, very painful. It was very difficult. And I think at that point, like, had we not have been in it together, like, it would have been the amount of stress that that put on, put on everything would mm. have, well, it could have caused significant disrepair to, to a relationship if someone was working. And you know, like let's let's be honest. Even whilst we were setting up the businesses, we still had to bring in like a, an income, and you you were still working full time in sales, like yeah. a like a trooper. You know, like you were doing that, then coming home and working all evening. It was frustrating for you at the time because mm. you know you you were working and bringing in more money just doing a job than than we were uh, in business at that point. Mm. And um, I think the key thing about business has been though the fact that I've learned more from the money we've spent running businesses and developing businesses than I ever did for my degree. Yeah. Like if I was choose to choose between, you know, my kids doing a degree or my kids what is now looking like, you know, the best part of 50 grand. Yeah, easily, like um, without change. Without change or, you know, doing, doing, you know, running their own business. Like I would definitely, hands down, I've learned more from it. And mm. I've been really fortunate to be able to learn, you know, from that with you. And, you know, doing it together, because um, you say I think if you you're both off on very different trajectories, it's very difficult to relate to each other. Yeah, and also the the growth that you experience as an entrepreneur, like the difference in 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 both of us from like now to even just like three or four years ago is yeah. just it's just insane. And even twelve months. Yeah, I mean, like the thing is that we, we're doing it together, so it's not as if like one day will ever wake up and be like oh like i'm this person now mm. and you're you're still the person that you were 10 years ago because you're still doing the same job but yeah. we're, we're very different because now we have different approaches because we've gone through different experiences like we're going through all the experiences together highs and lows and and i think that is it's very powerful but then at the same time you know like it comes with its difficulties you know if you if you if you have a bad day both of you have a really bad day yeah like and you, there's no getting away from that like we, we went through a bit of a challenging period a few, a few weeks ago and like just as you do as entrepreneurs but um you know like it was like we we both went through it which is kind of oh it's nice you both went through it but you haven't got that escapism when you come home to your partner and they're like oh it'll be okay you know like we were both in it so it's very difficult to have that kind of 
that that kind of sense and then it's that additional support isn't it you know somebody who isn't as involved being able to sort of support you I think you know everybody deals with things in different ways and I think you know your way of dealing with things is different to mine as far as sort of processing stuff's concerned I think you know where you might have another half who can you know show you empathy or you know go through the process of how you need support when both of you are in that same position and your support processes are different Mm. it's quite then hard um you know we're fortunate to have sort of good friends to talk through things with and things like that but it's yeah it's still not not the same as as coming back and your partner being there and without their own baggage and issues yeah 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 and you you know like when when we've done things like like um like when we did the challenge and stuff like like we worked like I, 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 i mean we both worked but like the build-up for me was like 100 hour weeks four weeks on the trot yeah and like then yeah. it was you 100 hour weeks for the next few weeks like it was yeah. it was really really hard and um that was really full on yeah really but but on. like the thing is like it, it'd be very challenging if, if if i was doing that and you like i wasn't seeing you i wasn't seeing the kids like mm. like mm. It, 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 we've we've said quite a few times it's a good job that we're both in it together otherwise you really wouldn't understand what the other person was going through because you you know like I don't have to say to you that I've got so much on like I need more time to work it's just like there's just that understanding because you know exactly where we're at yeah what's going on but then then at the same time you know like you have to be like you know like one of the pre-questions that you said I know you haven't asked your question specifically but one of the pre-questions that you sort of said was what's the what's the most challenging thing and I think I think that's it like is it's remembering that, you know, at the end of the day, like we are primarily first and foremost, husband and wife, Yeah. you know, like, like, and that, um, that is very, very important. So, you know, like it, making time for date night and making time for each other and, um, and also then making sure that during those periods, you don't talk about work. Mm. Or you try and minimise, like, the thing is, like, we, <laughs> we, we, we learned very early on, right, that, because we did this where we were just talking about work all the time, right, and then we were like, oh, well, we can't talk about work during these times, but what would happen is we'd both kind of, <laughs> we'd both be sat there over dinner thinking about this one thing, yeah. but because we made this rule that we couldn't talk about it, we weren't talking about it, but we were both just constantly ruminating over this but it wasn't like, I'm not <laughs> thinking about one specific example. Of, but, but then you'd kind of sit there and neither of you would say anything. Yeah, and, <laughs> and you'd, you'd be thinking the same thing. So you're better off just like, if there's something yeah. serious on your mind, then you're better off like just so, getting yeah. it out and and then moving on from it. So, you know, like you, you kind of go through all these like journeys and experiences and, and kind of figure out figure out all, what works for you. Like, I don't think we've got all the answers. But... So do you think that that's the biggest you say was the single biggest challenge of working with me? Um, well, I don't think it's necessarily working with you. The, the, the single biggest challenge of working with you is is working with you. Um, <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. It's tough working for somebody so amazing, isn't it? It is. It is. Yeah. It's tough working for somebody that intimidates me daily. Um, but no, I think. I, do you know what I think the biggest challenge was? It was. It was reasonably early on when we were just kind of finding our feet, and and also finding our feet as entrepreneurs as well. Whereas now. We're, we're we're way way more self aware like what what yeah. what our skills are like what what you know what we're best at what we're best positioned at. in the early days we both wanted to do everything yeah like yeah. oh I want to do this I want to do that and like there was no like sense check of oh you're better at this than than yeah. the other yeah. so like what would end up happening is we both want to do like the really cool stuff um, 
and we'd end up like buffering heads on it quite a bit. Yeah. What like, do you think changed with that? I, I think just an awareness of like, like there's two things changed. One is that like you quite quickly realise that all the cool stuff isn't as cool as you first thought. Um, <laughs> but 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 then secondly, it's like it's understanding where our skills are at, and mm. and and like there's, there's much more self, like there's so much more self awareness in what we do now, and like. The, the the tasks that we do and what we're good at what we're not good at that's the thing like as an entrepreneur you really learn way more about yourself than anything else yeah. i've ever experienced in my entire life and like, maybe being like parenting. a magnifying glass there i mean a business yeah. is like a child in that it, yeah. it is a magnifying glass on your own little quirks and, yeah and you know like if you procrastinate your whole business procrastinates if you shy away from sales you know, your business you doesn't bring in sales. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and, and, and that's it. And I think, I think it's just that appreciation that, you know, like one person is really good in, in one area and, mm. and, and, and is, their personality might be more fitted for that. I think we're very lucky that our personalities are, are very complementary. Yeah. And, and we, but we have, we have sort of learned the hard way that naturally as an entrepreneur, I think most entrepreneurs are, are quite controlling. They, they have to be to want to be an entrepreneur. Mm, mm. And, you know, like when, you, when you've when you got two controlling people that are both um, <laughs> like working together on a business, then uh, that, that can cause conflict. And yeah. it's about how you, how you resolve that conflict. Um, and I think now, now we're like kind of into the rhythm of it. We've got a good understanding of how each other works. You know, like, like there's been certain times where I've just been like, look, you just you just crack on and do it like yeah and there's yeah. Th- there's certain times where that's been vice versa and then there's certain times where i'm like hmm, i'm not sure about this i think i need someone with a with like, a better skill set like martin's little intervention with my uh, book cover oh yeah yeah, yeah well, exactly he was like i'll let her have this i'll let her have- i can't i can't do it anymore i have to say <laughs> something <laughs> <laughs> Well, it was very subtle. I mean, for Martin, it was very subtle. Yeah. Well, the original cover was was I mentioned at the beginning was a bit was towards my branding, my my original branding colours. It just didn't look quite right, did it? It didn't. It didn't fit. It didn't. It didn't. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't. It didn't have a like modern, now. a modern, sophisticated. It didn't do the book justice for the content yeah. that was written in the book, right? Um, and, and like, I, I like, so, so confession time, I haven't actually read Sarah's book and I deliberately haven't because I, I want it to be hers and I want it to be all her. Which like, is, which is an example of where we've kind of learned that, you know, Martin knows that he would have opinions and he doesn't want to voice those opinions prior to, you know, when, when there's a potential that it will mold and change what I'm doing, um, which is something that we've discovered over time. Um, and we figured out that's a way of of dealing with things and and working things. And also, and also, like like just you know, like you, you like certain things that someone needs to own, and they need to feel like they've, they've done it themselves. And you know, if if I'd have had an opinion, like it is, it becomes more ours than yours. Yeah. And like you need to like you need to own that because as far as all the feedbacks going, it's it's bloody brilliant. But um, you know, like it needs to be yours, not yeah. ours. Because Martin's. You know, within the agency, Martin does a lot of the copywriting. Um, copywriting is one of Martin's super skills. And so I was really conscious and I'm really grateful that the decision was made not to read it uh, prior to uh, it, you know, it being sort of past the point of no return. Um, simply because from my point of view, you know, the, the copy and everything else is something that, you know, Martin has a lot of input with. 
Um, and there's me learning about open loops and middle sections and closed loops. And, and to me, I'm like, oh, this is amazing. This is so different. And, and you know, you're like, hmm, it's pretty standard, um, you know, in the nicest possible way. So, yeah, so I mean, that's a working example of how we've kind of worked around our sort of behaviours. What would you say is the biggest highlight? What is the most positive, memorable thing from working together? Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> there are lots. To be fair, there are lots because you really share the highs and the lows. I mean, like I think some of the some of the biggest ones were – like when we first broke the six-figure bracket for the year. Yeah. When we made our first hire. When Which was equally as scary. If, as not, if not more scary. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like I thought about that more than we thought about having children. You know, like it was proper. Oh, man, yeah. It was such a big deal, mm. wasn't it? It was, yeah. It was really weird. It was just Shocked. that level of responsibility was just crazy. So, uh, when we paid off all our debt finally like that was amazing because yeah you know like that was really tough like during those years like because we were working 70 80 hour weeks both like both of us and we didn't even have enough money to, to like cover our monthly bills and like our friends were like just doing their jobs and working half as hard as we were and um and and, and had way more disposable income and it was very very challenging yeah, very challenging. Yeah. So, like when we finally finally cleared that, and 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 we did so reasonably quickly, um, that was a massive, massive breakthrough and relief. Yeah, yeah, that felt really nice. And then from there on in, to be more, it, it's just all more positive, isn't mm. it? Not to be handing it over and and you know paying for something that's already been and gone. Yep, correct. Um, was yeah, was it was a really nice feeling. So, what about the lows? What's been the hardest bit of working together? For me, when like specifically when I was ill, yeah, just horrific. Yeah. So for for as a bit of a catch up for those of you which which don't know the backstory on that, um, Martin was diagnosed with cancer uh, three well three weeks. Well, you were operated on three weeks after Ethan was born. Yeah. So we so, did, we just uh, like we we like, we just had a baby and got diagnosed with cancer and like. Uh, we still had the business to run. We only really had the agency at that point, but man, like, and we we were so much in debt as well. Like it was at the like low point of our debt, so we had all this debt. Like we were just just about keeping afloat of stuff, and then I got yeah. diagnosed with cancer, and we just had Ethan as well. And yeah, oh man, that, that was, was that was the worst three months of my very, life. Very very tough time. Our lives, I think. Yeah, I think, and the thing with that was that. From a business point of view, the decision was, you know, that we didn't share that with Not people as much as, as I think we'd have potentially wanted to or felt happier with, which made we, sense at the time. To, to, be, to be honest, we were just we were just, we, we, we were just terrified that if we were and it was a mistake it was like like you know you make some mistakes you learn mm. from them mm. um and i don't mind admitting it was a mistake but we, we 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 felt like if we if we shared it with um our, our clients that they'd, they'd all get scared and leave um which would leave us in with zero hope of anything really or so keeping our heads above water so so, so like so like yeah. i worked you worked um yeah. I, we were neither of us should have been working um 
but it was just what we needed to do to get by. We just had to get through it, yeah. We yeah. just had to grind out the results. And sometimes sometimes you don't really have a choice but to, to kind of grind out the results. And I think also then it's like at points like that, that's when the pressure would have been on to have gone back to a job or, you know, like, like one of us taking a job so that we can pay the mm. bills. Because, you know, like I remember someone saying, like, if you, if you haven't got enough money to pay the bills, that's when people make stupid decisions, and it's true. Mm. Um mm. Yeah, like taking on clients you wouldn't have necessarily done and everything else. Yeah. It was but I think the thing is is what we I learnt from that was how vulnerable we were and how reliant on good health we were. Mm. You know, the health of both of us. And I think, you know, that's what I think spurred me, I think it spurred both of us on to, you know, grow beyond just the two of us and to get that support in so that that wouldn't be the scenario if that was, you know, God forbid ever to happen again. What advice would you give to somebody if they were thinking about working with their other half? Huh. I think you really need, like so, like some people can work with their other half, some people can't. And you really need to know that you're a very good team. Like, like and, and that when, when, when stuff hits the fan, that you gel together and you, you work together on stuff. Cause there are going to be those moments that like, if you don't feel that you, you're both a hundred percent in, like, I know that Sarah is a trooper, like she is a hard grafter and she's, she's got, she's got my back. And I, I know that like, like, like I just like, there's not even a bit of me that ever doubts uh, her or, or her ability um, or, or like, you know, so it's not, it, like there have been periods where like for example when I got sick where one of us has, has kind of taken the lead and carried the other a little bit but mm. like it's not it's not like it's not like it's unfair working conditions or you know like one of us is working all the hours and is more invested than the other one yeah. or you know like you, you you've just got to like the thing is you've, you've got to really know the other person and you are you are you can't 100% know until you're working with that person but um it's it's a real test and you've got to be willing that the you know if you, if you can't gel together and things don't go right well, what what kind of outcome would that have on your because it's not just your business that you're risking it's your marriage, marriage as, well, as well right yeah. um and, and and that 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 is a concern and i think you know it's it's all well and good being like okay well it's it's always going to work but you don't know that it is and i think it's very important to have things sorted from the start like we were very specific like everything was split down the middle like we had like all of the contracts officially sorted so that you know in in, ev- in eventuality of things going wrong that that we were both protected from that you know i, I know people entrepreneurs that, that are going through terrible legal battles because they didn't have this stuff and they, they went in with an attitude of oh it'll be fine like i think i've always been we've always been planned for the worst and assume the best i think the thing is is when you don't plan for the worst it can put additional pressure on you because along with a bad scenario comes that feeling of vulnerability or that you know what can i do or you know equally the fact that you don't feel as in control unable to you know push for what what you feel you Mm. you want you know want to happen um it kind of puts you on a back foot um you know which is not not ideal I think the splitting the roles and being very clear from the beginning, I think that's something, you know, in hindsight, I'd like to have done sooner. So I think that would have saved us and made us more efficient. 
Yeah, I mean, like, like we're big, especially now, like when we're hiring, we big on like personality profiles. So like mm. Myers Briggs, we've we've both done. We've both looked at our Myers Briggs how we can communicate better. Disc, we've both done. Team roles, I don't know what the exact test is that, that but I don't know its name. No. We team assessment. I, I can't remember, but um, we've both done that. Like, like we're kind of quite obsessed with looking at, um, like, ways in which, like, okay, this is this is how I work, and 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 then this is how I work with this type of profile, and that that really helps take the emotion out of it. Yeah, I think if the thing is, if you can't understand yourself, you're going, you know, that that could be quite problematic mm. because if you're not able to understand yourself and what makes you tick, you know, how are you going to be able to understand somebody else, and how are you going to be able to understand somebody else's point of view? And and their experience of, of mm. what's going on. And where are you going to get fulfillment from? Like, what areas of the business are you going to enjoy yeah. doing? First and foremost, we're a married couple, and if if the business fell apart tomorrow, um, we'd still be get together no matter what. And I think that's mm. a that's a big thing, you know. Like we like we're first and foremost a married couple, and it's having that foundations to build. And if you don't have that foundation, you think, oh. You know, like we're really good at building a business, but we wouldn't be together if it wasn't for the business or whatever. Then, then at some point, that's going to unravel. Mm. Um, yeah, you can't use it as some sort of glue. No, um, no, no, you have to have something beyond it. And I think, you know, it is a constant balancing act. I mean, like work and children is a balancing act. Yeah, um, and I think even then, like I think the children is a really good example of like defining roles and stuff. Mm. Because we, you know, we've talked quite often about like, oh well, like what, what, what is each other's role with splicing up parenting, business, and and and, mm-hmm. and household mm-hmm. stuff, um, you know, and and then like like some of the micro adjust, like like an example of a micro adjustment is we, like, it sounds a lot posher than it is, but we recently hired a housekeeper. The reason that we hired a housekeeper is because you know, like you more than me, but because like basically because i'm a man and i'm terrible at i'm good at creating mess but not very good at um noticing it right um, i was gonna say so what mess <laughs> well exactly but the thing is though it's not you know like i'm not superwoman you know no. like and, and people tend to i remember you know reading about uh cheryl sandberg and people like that who you know, they're successful in their businesses and people are like, oh, well, successful in their careers in her case. But, you know, people are like, oh, well, this person's got help and oh, well, they'll have help, won't they? And it's like, well, actually, that's pretty sensible. You know, there's certain things that like, like is is, is really nice as a couple. I think we're, we're very good at giving each other the freedom to breathe and, and do what, do mm, what mm. E- each other likes, you know, like you let me go off and have time to myself, which is, is very important for me to feel recharged and um like I started deal with the mini me's. Yeah, and 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 then, you know, we, we kind of flip that coin and um all of all of all of that that sort of stuff, like I think it it just kind of works. It kinda of, it's kind of become uh, quite a yin and yang. Um but we both have the same mindset. Like we both like positivity. We both like, uh, we both have like a growth mindset. We're both very ambitious yeah. and very driven. But I then, think that would be a tricky, I think that'd be a tricky one. If one of us wanted to keep the business as is and the other one wanted to grow it, I think there's the potential for real frustrations. But I think it's only like, you know, in my head, it's only like when you get married or you're thinking about getting married or sticking with somebody long term, you 
have conversations over like how many kids do you want mm. what do you what sort of house do you want to live in you know like you're not testing them but it's the kind of conversations you have and you know you understand your differences there and and where the, there are similarities and where there's potential for compromise and you know, I think we've been really fortunate that our sort of aims on most things have been pretty similar, although sort of our preferences and, and ways of working to get there are, are slightly <laughs> different. And I think that's encouraged each of us to try stuff and do stuff that we wouldn't necessarily yeah. do. We were having a conversation the other day, like, we, like we've made a few mistakes recently, um, and like, like you do, naturally. And um, we, we kind of devised a plan to to rectify mm. that that mm. it was like oh well actually like when we've made these mistakes it's been when one of us or both of us hasn't been like totally bought into the action that we were taking so yeah. like yeah. we're not going to take an act we're not going to take one of these specific actions if neither of us are 100 percent bought in because like the gut feel hasn't been there and that's made us enter into these mistakes and so um like again it's it, it's kind of it is just learning as you go. So I reckon in summary, really, it's giving yourselves a bit of a break, appreciating that you need to talk and listen, yeah. not overreact, and appreciate that, you know, it's evolving. It's taking your emotions out of it, but I think always underpinning it is like, is appreciating the best qualities in the other person. Mm. And accepting that, like accepting of weaknesses, both theirs yeah. and most importantly yours, because if you're just seeing theirs and not seeing your own, well, it's not like it's 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 not, <laughs> it's not helpful, is it? <laughs> well, no, exactly. And I guess playing to your strengths would be another one that I'd enter there. Is you know, play to your strengths, and probably you know, we have come on, you know, partnerships marriage aside our, as an odd business have come on leaps and bounds with investment in mentoring and training hasn't it really um mm. and I think you know looking to appreciating you know you're, you're not the finished article you don't know everything sometimes you don't even know what you don't know um and it's getting that support and and, and sourcing that and then you know if it's a if it's a partnership if you're with your partner in in the job then it's it's evolving together Mm. And I think I think remembering that um, that it's um, you are first and foremost a married couple, yeah. And like, if if the business fell apart tomorrow, we'd still be there picking up the pieces together. Together, yeah. And that that in itself is 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 the fundamental foundation that underpins everything. And we're we're very very lucky. Like I'm going to give a, a big shout out actually to Scott and Alana, um, who Scott was on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, and and um, we just we we met Scott and Alana by chance on our honeymoon. Like a really really nice story. We won't go into it today because we haven't got time. I actually went in. I oh, did you? I went oh, into nice, it with Scott. Nice, so nice. yeah. So, so if you go back, go and go and listen to the podcast, podcast with, Scott, with Scott Ballard. Scott, Scott Ballard. And, and Orlando and Scott Scott and Orlando are like are, are like they they're an entrepreneurial couple they've just celebrated and congratulations to the 40 years in marriage and it's really like a I hate the expression but it's like a 
Oh, we don't want to say it like it's like a North Star. (laughs) Where have you been to be corporatized? (laughs) It's not even a word, but yeah, it's well. How would you say that? They're kind of something to aspire to, aren't they? They, well, to be fair, they are. They do provide guidance, don't they? They are like we speak to them reasonably regularly. Mm. We know they're there when we need them or when they need us, but you know (laughs) that happens less often, I think. Um, But yeah, I think. They've been there and they've they've done they're, that. They're a big they're a big inspiration to yeah. us because they're, they're 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 you know like they're what we would aspire to be in in yeah. like in in their relationship and and their marriage and the way that they've lived their life and their values and it is very closely aligned to our own and it's so nice to have someone that has been through yeah. everything that we are going through at the moment mm-hmm. and is out the other side and 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 can kind of. Not necessarily talk you through, but it's also just having the belief that there are people out there yeah. that have achieved that, and 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 they are like they are wonderful, wonderful human beings, and we're very blessed to have them um, in, in our lives. And uh, I think that is it's another form of mentorship, isn't it? I mean, the yeah. thing is, is what I take from mentorship is that belief that you know you hear about all these relationships breaking down and and people not having you know, great experiences of, of working together or great experiences with business partners in general, not necessarily yeah, the hard. Yeah, you hear and, about all the bad stuff. Or you hear about all the bad stuff. And I think, you know, because that's what gets airtime because that's what people share a lot of. But, you know, it's really lovely to have them as a, a reference, a positive reference mm. point of put actually the effort in, which is what they do. You know, they, they do put a lot of effort into their relationship. Um, but, you know, from that, you can see what they get out and, and being able to spend some time with them when they came and visited, um, you can really see that. So on that note, guys, we are going to leave it there. Thank you very much to Mr. JJ for coming on the 50th episode. I will speak to you all again next week for some more Selling Without Sleeves. Bye for now. Happy selling. Thanks for listening to the Selling Without Sleeves podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please head over to iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you are listening from to leave us a review. It's a good way for us to know what you like so we can create more of it. You know what, you know what we should, in fact, you know what we should call this episode? We should, we should call it Fifty Shades. <laughs> I, well, to be fair, I, I bet I bet Fifty Shades would get more clicks than the business of marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Fifty Shades of JJ. <laughs> oh, it's funny, but yeah. <laughs> we should call this one Fifty Shades of JJ, and then call the next one <laughs> Business of Marriage and split test it, <laughs> and see which one gets better. Martin, Martin does love a good split test. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, without further ado, but if you if you wait just like. Four more seconds, we can have it as an hour. An hour. <laughs> Two, one. And that's a wrap. <laughs> Without further ado, um, I can't even think what I'm <laughs> sake. I can't even Oh, oh and I swore. Oh no. How did that happen? He made me. He made me Jacob. <laughs>